What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my tight end start sits for week 16 of the NFL season. So if you guys are new to this uh, style of video or new to my channel, I'm going to be going through every single week 16 matchup, talking about every single fantasy relevant tight end, and then listing them as either a start fringe option or sit. The starts are going to be your mid to high end tight end ones, basically the players you would plug into your lineup with a lot of confidence. The fringe options are going to be more of your back end tight end ones, your high end twos, and then sits, players that you would prefer to keep on your bench. Let's just dive right into the first game here with the Saints taking on the Rams. And for the Saints here, I have Taysom Hill as a fringe option. He uh, returned in week 15 after missing week 14, and he didn't really step back into the same kind of super diverse role that he had seen in previous weeks. We had been used to him getting a ton of usage on the ground, you know, throwing a few passes a game and then also getting involved as a pass catcher. He didn't really have that, you know, spread around usage in week 15. He definitely could have it, which gives him a decently high weekly ceiling. But also, it seems like his floor is pretty low if they just don't really choose to implement him in that way. So he's going to be a fringe option for me, probably like a back end tight end one, but that's kind of where he falls in this week. And then Juwan Johnson did have a decent fantasy game, but there just hasn't been any consistency there. So he's going to be a sit for me. Then for the Rams, going to be sitting Tyler Higby. When Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua have both been healthy, Tyler Higby just hasn't been a uh, super relevant option here for this Rams offense. Now in the next one, we're going to have a divisional matchup between the Bengals and the Steelers. And I'm pretty much just going to be avoiding the tight ends in this matchup. For the Bengals, they continue to roll out a tight end by committee. So sitting Tanner Hudson here, there's not one guy getting a ton of usage consistently week to week. And then for the Steelers, Pat Frymuth has just not been it this season. He's going to be a sit, unfortunately. Was, you know, super consistent, a nice fringe option in both his rookie and second seasons. You know, just has not carried that here into 2023. Looking at the Bills-Chargers matchup, starting off with the Bills here, um, Dalton Kincaid went for a goose egg on Sunday, which is, you know, obviously not great, especially if you fired him up into your lineup. And I'm willing to kind of forgive a goose egg in context. You know, this was a massive outlier when it came to the Bills run pass splits. Um, Josh Allen only completed seven passes for 94 yards. So there really wasn't a ton of, you know, overall passing production to go around to these pass catchers. So I would be willing to forgive it if his usage was the same. The problem is his role fell off from last week. So we saw Dawson Knox return in week 14 and Dalton Kincaid was still the leader amongst all pass catchers on the Bills, including guys like Stephon Diggs, um, Gabe Davis. Dalton Kincaid was the leader in route participation. This week, his route participation fell to below 70% at 68%. Now that definitely could have been a game script thing. They could definitely view Dawson Knox as the better run blocker if they're going to run a ton then it would make sense why Kincaid's usage kind of fell off. The problem with that is if I'm starting a tight end with confidence, I don't want their role to be in jeopardy based on the game script, especially now that the Bills have you know opened up this run game. It's something they could go to more and more often. If that's going to limit Dalton Kincaid's routes, then I don't think I can fire him up as like a mid-tier tight end one. So he's going to be a fringe option for me, probably still a back-end tight end one, but I definitely don't feel as great about him as I did um, prior to the week 15 game. And then going to be sitting Dawson Knox, um, his routes, his uh, snaps were definitely better, but still not fantasy relevant. Then looking at the Chargers here with Gerald Everett, he's actually been a pretty solid fantasy tight end over the past four games. He has eight or more PPR points in all four of those, and he actually has eight targets in back-to-back -back games. It definitely seems like Donald Parham um, getting injured and leaving early in week 14 and then missing week 15 has kind of led to a larger role and uh, specifically a larger route participation for Gerald Everett. He's getting more involved as a pass catcher. 
The tough thing here, though, just looking at this Chargers offense, no Justin Herbert, not a great matchup here against the Bills. I have a really tough time actually playing Everett with any confidence. Like, if you're super desperate on waivers, I get it. Um, I mean, especially if Keenan Allen's back, I think he's going to be commanding a lot of those targets. So I definitely prefer to not play Gerald Everett, but I understand some people could be really desperate. And if like the waiver wire is just completely picked clean, then Everett could be someone you end up plugging in, you know, if you really, really need it. But he is still going to be a uh, sit for me this week. And if Donald Parham is back this week, then he will definitely uh, be a locked in sit. In the next one, we're going to have the Colts taking on the Falcons. This Colts tight end room just has not been relevant all season long. Going to be sitting Mo Alley-Cox. And then for the uh, Falcons here, I have Kyle Pitts as a fringe option. His usage was solid in um, week 15. He was coming off week 14 where his usage was very impressive. It just wasn't a game. You know, they scored seven points. The conditions were bad. It wasn't going to be a game for these pass catchers to thrive. So Pitts is going to be a fringe option for me, probably like a high-end tight end too. And then for uh, Johnu Smith, I actually believe he was the Falcons' leading receiver in terms of uh, receiving yards, but he's just not getting the consistent routes week to week, so he will be a uh, sit for me here in week 16. Looking at the uh, Packers taking on the Panthers, for the Packers, I feel like Tucker Craft is in that tier of guys where if you're super desperate, you need a tight end off of waivers, he could be that guy, but in the grand scheme of things, I'm not trying to start Tucker Craft in my lineup if I don't have to. His route participation has been solid. He's actually had two decent back-to-back games, but I mean, he was a guy who was pretty firmly pinned behind Luke Musgrave, who hadn't been great. I'm just not really sure that this is like going to consistently uh, be happening week after week here for Tucker Craft. And then for the uh, Panthers, just the tight end room, pretty much non-factor here, going to be sitting Tommy Tremble. Looking at the Browns-Texans matchup, definitely much better at the uh, tight end position. We have David Njoku coming off of another massive game. He's got to be a locked-in start at this point. He's been on an absolute tear over the second half of the season. Him and Joe Flacco just balling out together. Feel very, very good about David Njoku this week. Then looking at the Texans here, um, we saw Dalton Schultz return to the lineup. Obviously, it wasn't like the peak of this Texans offense with no C.J. Stroud. I'm going to have him as a fringe option. Obviously, you feel much better about him if uh, C.J. Stroud is back in the lineup. And I would imagine that Stroud should be good to go. Well, you know, he already missed the week with a concussion. Most guys would return there in the second if they didn't get back in the first week. So that's the upside here for Dalton Schultz if uh, CJ Stroud can get back. Even if Nico Collins returns also, I'm not super concerned. We saw Dalton Schultz put up some solid production, even with target competition. Guys like Nico Collins and Tank Dell earlier on in the season. In the next matchup, probably the best tight end matchup we have here, the Lions taking on the Vikings. Sam Laporta coming off of a massive three touchdown game. You have to fire him up with a lot of confidence. I mean, which is pretty much what you've been doing all season long. And then for the Vikings, TJ Hawkinson is still going to command volume. I still like him as a nice tight end one option here against the Lions. Then looking at the commanders taking on the Jets, Logan Thomas's involvement in terms of like the routes he's running has been solid. He just hasn't really come through with the, you know, the volume, actually turning that into fantasy production. So he's definitely going to be a sit. And then for the Jets, sitting Tyler Conklin, only want to be looking at uh, Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. Next up is another matchup that I'm not super excited about at the tight end position, Seahawks taking on the Titans. The Seahawks are throwing out a ton of tight ends week to week, so definitely going to be sitting Noah Fant. And then for the Titans, Chigo Conquo has shown some life over the last few weeks, but the floor is still very low and there's just not enough of a ceiling to uh, rationalize me wanting to play him in fantasy. In the next matchup, we're going to have the Jaguars taking on the Buccaneers. For the Jaguars here, we had Evan Ingram coming off of huge back-to-back games, 
comes into week 15 doesn't do you know completely terrible it's not a goose egg but it definitely wasn't what we saw in the previous two weeks this Jaguars offense as a whole struggled you know have Trevor Lawrence and concussion protocol Zay Jones now dealing with I think a hamstring injury so just not a great look right now for this Jaguars offense I think it's too early to kind of really figure out where Evan Ingram is going to fall in you know amongst all these other tight ends but I still think he's a fine start option this week he's more of like probably that tight end five tight end six territory with Trevor Lawrence Without T-Law, maybe he's slipping more to like that back-end tight end one territory, but I wouldn't be panicking, especially if T-Law's back up to one down game. Then for the Buccaneers, Kate Otten's usage is decent in terms of his weekly route participation. Their production just hasn't really been there week to week, so he will be a sit for me here. Then looking at the Cardinals-Bears matchup, for the Cardinals here, Trey McBride coming off a huge game against the 49ers defense. You have to feel great about Trey McBride. I think there's a legit shot that Trey McBride is going to be approaching like third round um, ADP, you know, heading into the 2024 season. He has had a serious breakout paired with Kyler Murray. I think people are really going to like Trey McBride heading into next season, but he's going to be a nice high end tight end one most likely rest of season. And then for the Bears here, Cole Komet with a decent game in uh, week 15. I talked about this is kind of just where he settles in as like a back end tight end one with what we've seen with him paired with uh, Justin Fields. Shifting over to the Cowboys-Dolphins matchup here. For Jake Ferguson, even in a rough game from this Cowboys offense, he still came through for fantasy-wise. That's three really strong games in a row. I'm expecting a bounce back out of Dak. He had been playing at a super high level. Not going to fade off this offense after one rough one. So I like Jake Ferguson as a nice mid-tier tight end one play. And then for the Dolphins, clear sit here with uh, Durham Smythe. They're just not involving the tight end position week to week. Then we're going to have the Patriots taking on the Broncos. And I really thought that Hunter Henry's week 14 game was just a fluke. Wasn't a ton of volume, caught two touchdowns. Didn't think we'd want to rely on that week to week. Hunter Henry then goes out in week 15, another big game. Um, This time, you know, more based on volume, which I like to see. Only caught one touchdown compared to the two he caught the week before. So I think at this point, we have to make him a fringe option. I'm still not going to make him a locked in start because we saw this early on in the season. He had two really nice games and then just completely fell off the face of the earth. So I think he's a fine, probably high-end tight end too. Him and Bailey Zappi clearly have some sort of chemistry. So he'll be a fringe option for me. And then for the Broncos, um, they really just have not been able to get the tight end position rolling. Greg Dulcich hasn't been able to stay healthy. He may be able to return off of IR here in uh, week 16, but I definitely wouldn't want to just like fire him into my lineup right away here in the fantasy playoffs. Next is going to be the Raiders taking on the Chiefs. I mean, a pretty clear sit, pretty clear start. Michael Mayer did have a decent game on a Thursday night, but there just hasn't been enough consistency there out of him and this Raiders offense. And then for the Chiefs, you're definitely firing up Travis Kelsey as a uh, high-end tight end one. We're going to have a divisional matchup between the Giants and the Eagles here. And I have both of these starting tight ends as fringe options. For Darren Waller here, he made his return off of IR. They kind of eased him back into the lineup. They didn't, you know, give him his full role that we saw early on in the season. He split time with Daniel Bellinger, only at a 47% route participation, but he still ended up commanding five targets, caught four of them for 40 yards. So in like a PPR league, he really wasn't terrible if you had to play him. I'd expect him to build on that usage here in week uh, 16. And I think he's probably going to be like a high-end tight end two play. You don't feel great about it, but if you stashed him and you weren't able to find a decent replacement, I do think he's playable here against the Eagles. And then for Dallas Goddard, kind of just where he settled in on the season, like that back-end tight end one territory, I feel like that's a fair spot at this point. And then in the final game of the week, we're going to have the Ravens taking on the 49ers. 
That's a huge matchup right there. And I like the tight ends on both sides. Isaiah likely just continues to produce in the games without Mark Andrews. I believe that's three straight solid ones here in uh, the 2023 season. Had a few last season also. So I like Isaiah Likely as a nice start. And then for the uh, 49ers here, you just keep firing up George Kittle. This 49ers offense is rolling and Kittle's put together some nice performances. And that's going to wrap it up for the week 16 tight end matchups. Hopefully you guys feel confident about the guys you're playing or maybe you have a decent fringe option. Um, if you enjoyed the video, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Thank you all for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.